Hey, Pepin. Yo, yo. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately about um, the dentist. The dentist? Why? You know how sometimes you go to the dentist because you get a tooth-ish issue? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird? There's somebody whose job it is to work on teeth. I mean, it's a lot better than how we dealt with it in past times, so... I, I prefer it. Was that like a rock? A, a rock, m- maybe, uh, you know, a hammer, you know, whatever. A hammer and a rock. Good old, my favorite <laughs> dental tools. <laughs> but uh, what did you have in mind? I just, I, I know a lot of people have stories about uh, about dentists and bad times with teeth problems. Oh, I have a story. You do? Mm-hmm. Oh, Nate, we need to talk. <laughs> So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend, Nathan Pepin. How's it going, Pepin? Yo, yo, I'm doing well. How about you, Steve? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking. We are joined today by special guest, hundreds of miles away, maybe even thousand, Michelle Guild. How's it going, Michelle? I'm doing so great. That's Thank awesome. you for asking. Absolutely. Happy to have you. Now, so people get a little bit of background about you. Who the heck are you? Well, I'm I'm no one really. I I'm another podcast host in the enigma of hosts of podcasts. There's a lot of them, but you actually host two separate podcasts, is that correct? That is correct. Yes, my main show is called Welcome to My Show, and then I have another show called Impedcast with a co-host. Absolutely. And so yeah. I I I am subscribed to both of these shows. I think they're out absolutely outstanding. If anybody hasn't subscribed yet, if this is the first time you're hearing Michelle, you're going to get a taste of, of what she's all about. But so you know, her shows are absolutely outstanding. Impedecast, I think, is, a, is an extremely interesting concept. And please correct me if I'm wrong in, in summing it up to the best of my ability, but you guys put yourselves in situations where it's very hard to podcast and that's the premise of the show is that correct exactly yeah it's really fun our first episode was actually recorded at an amusement park while we were on the roller coasters so we just had a conversation while riding rides how hard is that because i i haven't heard enough time just paying attention right now like during normal podcasting (laughs) but during roller coasters what it's uh i mean it's it's challenging. Um, I think the thing we were most worried about is we have this little handheld recorder. And so holding on to that while flipping upside down got a little iffy, but we did it. And you've, you've done at, at, park, at a park during a jazz festival. You did uh, Charles E. Cheese uh, episode. <laughs> and most yep. recently, it was actually Black Friday. Yeah, and it wasn't as noisy around us or hard to record as we expected because i guess amazon kind of took over black friday no one goes to the mall anymore it's like 50 percent of all sales were from amazon at least online sales yeah that's not surprising it's not but i think that a lot of the the impeding isn't necessarily um in the audio itself although that is the case you guys try and put yourselves in those situations i think a lot of times it comes down to 
the environment as well. So yeah, there was there was one part where you guys were uh, were over near like a kids play area, and oh, like yeah. some of the things that happened in that area, you <laughs> couldn't not talk about. And I th I think it it turned out really well. That was a great episode. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we do get distracted by our surroundings and kind of have to explain why we maybe went silent or started laughing. Just oh, there was also the haunted house one where we kind of tried to explain what was going on, but we were just walking through a set-up haunted house throughout that episode. They, they all turn out really well, and I highly suggest them. Get, tell us about uh, Welcome to My Show. Uh, Welcome to My Show, it was kind of started after I had another podcast with my cousin and a friend, and it, it failed miserably because of uh, just some disagreements amongst the Creative disagreements. Yeah. So you created so, this show in spite. <laughs> exactly. And it's it's doing much better than the other show. So <laughs> in in your face. Spite cousin. successful. <laughs> Meters told me a lot about your mom and how she's okay, okay, okay you phrased that one weird. <laughs> Go on. You're not wrong. <laughs> and how she's an integral part not you I mean not integral, but she said he said she's very, very funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's it, probably one of the funniest people I know. And she's on your show, correct? She is occasionally. I think mm -hmm. she's been on two or three times. And I, She's I, kind of in the background sometimes. I know the, the first episode was just a phone conversation with your mom. And I think yeah. that if, you, if you're going to start anywhere, I honestly, I do suggest starting with episode one. Because I think it really sets the stage. I, I classify you as alt comedy in the fact that it's not what you expect from a typical podcast and i think that's a really good thing i think it really branches you out in a different way uh oh, and it's, thank you it's always really funny some of my favorite segments uh the craigslist ones are always hilarious misconnections and of course garbage kitchen is is the number one that's my favorite because i like eating weird stuff now i uh, like the <laughs> the episode where your mom fed you while you were blindfolded yeah, that was really scary. I I realized I hate being blindfolded, and especially when someone's putting things in your mouth. It's really terrifying. <laughs> well, fair <laughs> enough. I think that's a I think that's a very rational fear to have. Yeah. Um, so uh, you also run Podcast Iowa. Yeah, that is very true. It's a it's a branch of Podcast New Hampshire. It is that, and, that and you run. It is. Uh, I'm actually giving up the reins on Podcast New Hampshire to somebody else, um, so oh, I can wow. run Podcast USA, a uh, little bit, a little bit higher tier. Um, yeah. But Podcast Iowa, I mean, it came together so fast; it hasn't even existed a month. It already has uh, a plethora of shows. It has tons of likes on Facebook. So whatever you're doing there is is working very well. Well, good. I'm I'm glad, and it's it's really fun to see it grow. Absolutely. So if you uh, if you're in Iowa and listening to this, then uh, check out podcastia.com dot com um, mm -hmm. or hit up uh, hit up Michelle on the many, many places you can you can find her. Her shows are also, of course, on there. With that said, you mentioned your fear of um, being blindfolded while people are inserting things in your mouth um, along that same vein. I, I know recently you had you've had an issue with uh, on the dental end. Can you talk to that? I can. It's really embarrassing. There's there's nothing worse than having like a a physical deformity. 
um, that just happened overnight that you weren't expecting. But I did wake up on Thanksgiving morning with half of my tooth missing. Oh. It's it's not the front one, but it's the one right next to it. Oh my! So how? Okay, first off, how did it how did it break? As far as like how it looks now, is it like down the middle of it? So like half um, of it's gone. It's it's not a full half, and it's kind of on the side that you can't see it that well if I'm just like looking at you and smiling, which is good. Mm-hmm. But it is a vertical crack. And the whole length of the tooth broke off. So now it just looks like I have this huge, jagged gap in between my teeth. It's really gross. How strong is your tongue? Um, You're shattering your own teeth while you sleep. (laughs) Well, I think what happened was I recently just got my first wisdom tooth. One just grew in. And it, it hurt a lot when it was growing in. I had, like, teething rings I was chewing on like a baby, you know? And so I think what happened was it pushed all my teeth forward and my two side teeth, one of them that cracked, they're, they've always been really tiny. And so I think it just cracked under the pressure of my wisdom tooth pushing them all together. Ugh, just the idea of teeth cracking is making me cringe. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's bad. And I haven't been able to get to the dentist yet because they were all closed Thursday and Friday. So I'm just suffering. <laughs> okay. Is there is there an, an immense amount of pain? No, surprisingly. Interesting. It's not that bad. It's just so ugly. So you have you have this broken tooth. You do you have the other half? No, I think I ate it. Oh, okay, God. so what? so to be clear, you don't know where the other half went. Either me or my cat ate it because I looked for it and I couldn't find it anywhere. Well, I have a theory. Okay, you know, let's hear you it. ever heard of um, the tooth fairy? <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, times are tough in this economy. I think that maybe the tooth fairy came in and busted your just half. She didn't need a tooth or he just needed (laughs) half a tooth. Where's my cash? Well, you know, (laughs) it's maybe you ate it. So so, that's more reasonable than me just eating the other half of my tooth. I uh, eat the cat. <laughs> it's it's possible. That's all I'm saying. I'm am not saying what what happened or didn't happen. I'm just saying what could have happened. Okay. I, th- I think there's other <laughs> options to you you eating your own tooth. Well, definitely, there's always other options. It could have been. I think I ate it. It could have been the it could have been the chupa. How do you say that chupacabra? Chupacabra. Wait, yeah. You're talking about a goat Wait. sucker. The chupacabra comes and eats your teeth. I don't think that's part of the myth, but I guess it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Nathan. So, <laughs> Nate, do you have your do you have your wisdom teeth? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. I do too. The dentist told me back this was probably like ten years ago. Your wisdom teeth are coming in. It's going to hurt a lot. You should get them removed. And my parents said, "Well, is it necessary?" And he's like, "Well, technically, no." They're like, "Oh, okay." So I still have. Yeah, them. I think it depends. It depends on how they look when they haven't popped through the gums yet, mm. and they can kind of determine how they're going to grow in. I guess mm. if they're going to get in the way of your other teeth. I haven't been to the dentist in like fifteen years right now, so uh, I don't know how my teeth are doing. Uh, I think they look <laughs> alright, but uh, who knows? So the last time you went, you were like thirteen. Maybe I was 15, so maybe it was more like uh, 12, 12 years or something like that. But yeah, kind of to that effect. You're supposed to go twice a year. 
Oh, I'm poor. I'm sorry. No, that's an excuse. I'm lazy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, really, what I'm worried about is if I go there, they're going to say, man, your teeth are full of cavities. You need to get surgery and stuff Isn't pulled. that something you want to know? <laughs> well, not, not if it's going to cost a lot of money. I understand that. I'm in the same boat. I'm terrified to go back to the dentist because I eat a lot of gummy bears. And so I know my teeth are just going to be full of holes that they're going to want to fill. It's like, no, how long can I get away without, you know, getting these holes filled? Mm. I was you eating, just tell them no. I was eating cashews the other day and I was like tonguing the edge of my, like the very back molar and the top end. And I felt a huge hole in my tooth, like, like a half inch gap between my gum and my tooth. I'm like, wow, I have a massive hole, but it doesn't hurt. And then the next morning I woke up and it was gone. So I don't know. I don't know what, what? happened, but apparently I have part of a cashew <laughs> tooth now. I think the cashew just filled in the gap. I've had those times where it's like I've been eating chips. Like the tip of the chip just lands on your tooth the right way, like in the middle. And it's like the worst kind of pain like you ever experience. It's like, oh my God, <laughs> fuck, shit, shit. You've had surgery and a chip on your gums is <laughs> literally the worst pain. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, put, to put this into context, I've had surgery on my dick and <laughs> this was worst pain. Just the tip of just, the chip, right? Just, yeah, just the tip. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, Nate, you you told me that you have a story about a dental issue as well. Yeah. Well, it's not really an issue. I mean, I do have a current dental issue, which is uh, it's like one of my teeth. I got small chip off. You probably can't see it very much. Oh yeah, I see it. It's on that one, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it's on one of the front ones. And so how that happened was, uh, I was at work i worked at a coffee shop and we were making bagels and i was trying to get one of the pans out and it wasn't coming out and i was of course there with one of my uh my employees at the time and i'm trying to just get it out for to make the bagels and it's not coming out and so keep pulling harder and harder and then eventually it comes out but you know i'm not ready for it and it flies in my face so i have just a big metal sheet just right in my face wow. and it chipped a tooth that sounds really painful oh it, it was pretty, pretty terrible. I, I don't look too bad for it. People don't notice unless you point it out usually, but it's, uh, it wasn't fun. Was it a chocolate chip bagel? That's a chip pun. Uh, it chipped. It was too. really good. It was a really good pun. I worked really hard on that one. <laughs> the other little dentist story I have, it's not too much of a story, but it's like way back in the day, it's like, uh, they were filling in the cavity, so they gave me laughing gas, and apparently laughing gas is nitrous oxide. And so they gave it to me, and I, I didn't know what to expect and everything, and uh, all of a sudden I started having these like, super vivid dreams of the dentist like kind of cackling in this kind of machine-like <laughs> environment, and you know, it was very, very horrifying, and uh, eventually they took the mask off me, like, Nathan, you wake up, you're there. Okay. Hey, how you doing? Good, good. And so I thought I had just fallen asleep and had some messed up dreams. But then later, I found out that nitrous oxide is a drug people take to hallucinate with. So I was just tripping balls, just hallucinating right in the dentist's office. <laughs> that sounds great. Turns out that it was all actually true. The, <laughs> the dentist was just cackling at your teeth. So I need to. I need to know. So the tooth fairy. We mentioned. We mentioned this entity briefly. So did you guys have the tooth fairy? For a, a moment. One moment? 
Yeah, I think maybe five teeth. Okay. But I was, I don't know. I was like, this is dumb. Just give me allowance. Wait, wait. So you knew all along that it was not a magic fairy. Right. I knew it was my parents. Did they tell you? I or mean, was that just like, I mean, to the kids knew? listening, it's totally not your parents. There's no, How many kid listeners do you kids have? Kids should not be listening to our show. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. But if you are, you're pretty cool. <laughs> So Michelle, were you also savvy about Santa Claus? Were you like, nope, that shit ain't real? Well, yeah, I was. And I actually remember when I confronted my parents because they kept the lie going longer than I believed it. <laughs> and I sat them down one day and I started bawling and I was like, why are you lying to me? I already know the truth. And I think my brother, who was older than me, still believed in Santa. I think uh, I was in kindergarten. Like, I was pretty young to call him out on on their crap, but they finally did fess up. Were they like, don't tell your brother? No, he, I, I pulled him in the room, too. Oh, man. I sat the whole family down, and we had a and talk. murdered Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Live. Yeah. Listen. I know the Santa thing, it's it's not real, and I need you all to stop lying to me. And then your brother's like, wait, it's not? <laughs> yeah, it was like one of these things where I, I subtly confronted my mom, and I was like, listen, I know Santa's not real. And she was like, no, he definitely is. Where do you think those presents come from? And I was like, mom, no, let's we're getting the family in here. We're having a discussion. <laughs> You had a family round table. Yeah. <laughs> you organized as a kindergartner. That, that's, that's impressive. I think, yeah, I was like six. <laughs> this is Supernaut. This is Forrest. This is Nate. This is Unqualified Networks. Unqualified, unprepared, and unafraid to say what we think. You can find more at podcastnh.com. So you, you just never believed in the tooth fairy or did your parents just not like try the, the tooth fairy angle? They tried it, but I think it may have been, oh, I'm trying to remember, how, how old do you start losing teeth? Um, the first time or the second time? The, <laughs> the first time. Your baby teeth, when do those start falling out of your head? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, good question. I don't have kids, so thank God. <laughs> and he yeah, never was one. No, nope, yeah. never. No, didn't happen. I refuse. I don't think to I was either. I mean, I never believed in any of that kid garbage. I did, unfortunately. It was like Santa Claus. It was like sixth grade until I stopped believing, and I only stopped believing because the teacher told me, "Hey guys, <laughs> just want to like make sure you guys know Santa Claus doesn't exist." So Nate believed in in the Tooth Fairy. He believed in the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, Jesus, all of it. Yep. Wow. Yeah. The the whole kit and caboodle. All the caboodles. So how much money did you guys get for a tooth? Was it like a, was it like a dollar? I know rich kids get like $10 or something. Dollar. I got a dollar. A quarter. I think I got five bucks once, and that was like a really important tooth. Was it a molar? <laughs> that, that's, yeah. That's the important tooth. Right there. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I got five for a molar once. Oh, man. You guys Because I had rich. to, I mean, I had to really work for that tooth to get it out. <laughs> yeah. Those things hold on. I think I got like quarters. But I lived with my grandmother, so I think she was running on old people money. It's like, you can, you can take this quarter down and pick up 16 gumballs. Oh, yeah. Gumballs. So, <laughs> yeah, it's good for <laughs> extracting teeth. Oh, okay. She was a dentist. <laughs> um, do, you guys, do you guys remember losing any teeth? Any memorable stories about losing a tooth as a kid? 
Um, no, I, oh, I remember I knocked out a kid's teeth once. <laughs> oh my what God. Else? Well, we were playing, we were playing this game that obviously everyone's played and it's where one kid lays down in a hole while the other people jump over him. You know, <laughs> classic kid games. Where was the hole? <laughs> it was in my backyard. <laughs> okay. It was just like a divot and then we'd run and we'd jump over him <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> but I wasn't so good with the jumping. And I jumped, and my whole foot went in their mouth, and they lost some teeth. Some teeth? You don't know <laughs> Just, how many? It was at least Ugh. two or three. Yeah, it was. It was oh, bad. Yikes. It was blood. That's pretty bad. I can remember two moments where I lost some teeth. Uh, one moment was like, I think it was one of my not the front teeth, but I think the canine. Uh, I think the one that you ended up breaking there. But uh, it's like I was kind of wiggling on it for like literally two months and it was like coming loose but this wasn't coming off and i was getting really kind of frustrated with it it's like just just come out i need that tooth fairy money and <laughs> just just one day in class it kind of fell out and actually i think i pulled it out a little bit because it's just like okay hold on and i got it out and i went to the nurse got a little bag for it and i was so proud i made like one dollar off that was it worth it? I, I think it was. Come on, Mouth. I got <laughs> debts to pay. I need that tooth fairy money. There was one other time. I think it was in the third grade. I think the same grade, honestly. But it's like uh, just kind of minding my own business and stuff. And all of a sudden, a tooth just popped out. Like, like it, it wasn't like it, like it came out. Like, like you they usually do like the wiggle and like, oh, crap, it's coming out. It just kind of just popped out of my mouth. And it was just in my, like, on my tongue. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, I didn't say that as a kid, but it, you didn't it, swear until you were like graduated high school, did you? It, yeah, it was a while. Yeah, Nate didn't swear. He didn't believe in it. I don't think I. I, I didn't swear. Oh, wow! We're the cool kids. Yeah. I think the first word I said was "fuck." Now, Mine Mich was too. It was. I think it was airplane. But Michelle, why didn't you swear? I'm. I'm just intrigued. Um, I don't know. I I just didn't. I don't know, because I was around family a lot, and they didn't really, they do now, because I, maybe it's because I do around them now. I don't know. I think I rub off on my family you a little bit. You your own family. Yeah, but I, I had friends. I remember my friends would be like, let's see if we can get Michelle to say fuck. And I would be that person who they'd be like, it'd be really funny if she said a bad word. And so I, I think I whispered fuck one day, and like Scandals. the crowd went wild. <laughs> 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 you know, it's, it's the same experience for myself too, because it's like when people learn you don't swear, that's the first thing they try to get you to do. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. how long they've known you; they can know you for like five seconds. They learn you don't swear. Just say fuck for me. Just say it once, please. <laughs> people love that. <laughs> what is it about corrupting somebody that's just so damn like you just need it? It's such an accomplishment. It's like, man, I you are now a worse person. <laughs> For mm -hmm. having known me and I, I accept that yeah is, is this something you take pride in Michelle like how many people have you corrupted oh god oh my god I don't know many how have you corrupted them um that's a hard question um, I, think, I think a shorter question would be how hasn't she yeah that's a really good point I do remember there was one time this was back when I don't know, I guess I was really active on Twitter. Not very, but 
more than I am now, but there was this girl, I have no idea who she was, but I, I didn't really filter myself at all, and she claimed that I was her internet hero, and I was like, please, little girl, I don't know who you are, but don't, <laughs> don't say that, don't follow me, I think I blocked her. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> so why why can't you accept the hero role? I don't know. I think I had a lot of guilt. Oh, that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. I mean, I've never had anyone say that. You know, they're I'm like I'm their hero, so that would be very awkward if hey, someone you're said my that. hero. Well, that makes sense. I mean, I can see why you idolize me. <laughs> well, that makes sense. You're fucking depraved. You need a hero. <laughs> But if it was just like some random little girl or little boy on Twitter or YouTube or just out in the world, I'd be like, have higher standards, please. Right. That's exactly how I felt. Like, don't put me on a pedestal. I should be under the pedestal. <laughs> what if you did something heroic, though? Like, what if you saved them from a burning car? I would never do that. Oh, my. <laughs> may <laughs> <laughs> ask why you wouldn't is it to save your own life like or is it just like uh eh, not my problem i just wouldn't do it not my job not my prob <laughs> you can have like a little like catchphrase for it <laughs> somebody fucking needle point that on a pillow for me <laughs> not my job not my prob oh man so does any does anybody have any other stories about a dentist or dental things uh there there was that one time i was i was on an island and i had a really painful molar and then this box washed ashore and there was an ice skate in it and i knocked my molar out with this ice skate how uh with a rock with a rock with yeah i just bashed the rock against the blade of the ice skate and i knocked my painful tooth out and uh then i got rescued eventually they made a movie about it yeah. About her story. I'm not sure if this is like serious or like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to imagine this. My brain's not working. They made a movie about her story and it, she, she was Tom playing, Hanks actually played me. She, they got Tom Hanks for the role. What's yeah. the movie called? It's called Michelle's Story. Yeah. <laughs> that was the working title. They ended up calling it Castaway. <laughs> okay. Okay. You've never seen Castaway. No. Is this <laughs> okay. a reference here? Like, I'm yes, not getting this it. This is all a big reference. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. To her story. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it was back when I worked for FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have any more dentist story per se, but uh, does anyone feel awkward at the dentist or do they just feel at home? Because it's... it's... I, I don't like it because I don't like when people put things in my mouth, as I've said. Mm -hmm, and that's mm -hmm. pretty much all they do at the dentist. Put things in, take things out. I don't like any of it. I kind of feel like calm and relaxed like this asmr videos of people like doing dentist stuff and you know i don't watch those videos but i kind of get it like for me it's like you don't have a choice to do anything there you just kind of sit there and just follow directions so i can see why it's relaxing to some people kind of to myself but it's also kind of like really trippy it's kind of like yeah like you never have people do anything with your mouth in general so having someone just put their hand in there is like what the fuck's going on i have some fillings like in the very very back molars um, I think I got some metal back there. Um, so I, I pretty much associate it with pain. Pain. Yeah. I'm okay with a cleaning. Yeah, yeah. That's Those are normal. okay. Yeah, I, I, 
I don't like Novocaine. Like, I got Novocaine one time, and my whole jaw was just completely numb. And it's it was, like, really just awkward to talk and kind of just move. And I kept on, like, poking it and trying not to chew, like, my, my side of my mouth. And it's so difficult not to do. I remember uh, one time in college, a buddy had to get some dental work done. Uh, it, was, it was Nick Stewart, actually. He's been on the show a couple times. And... I, I took him there. Well, I think he drove himself, but I, I was there to drive him back. And he needed uh, laughing gas or whatever. He needed something that, that put him under. Um, but when he came to, man, he was flirting real hard with everybody. Like male or female? Like all the people. <laughs> like all the people, the instruments, like everything. <laughs> He was just, the dental instruments? He the, was flirting with them? The dental instruments? He's like, man, he's like, I like you. You're real sharp. It was real oh, weird. Wow. Some of the stuff they put people on, like I've seen videos of people coming out of like dental surgeries and they get fucked up. Like it's beyond a point. Like I've seen other things. Mm, like David after dentist. Oh yeah. Oh my God. The little kids on like drugs is hilarious. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Nate. Now, well, now we know your pastime. David at the dentist was that was that the little kid right yeah he's like uh is this real life? is this real yeah that was like I've seen some other ones and they're pretty funny or like teenagers but just anybody like uh people just become different people and it's, it's very amazing I'm afraid of getting my wisdom teeth out because I know they're gonna have to put me under and I don't want to <laughs> say anything embarrassing oh my god exactly I got too much shit in my head that I don't want to come out and it exactly. definitely will See, my problem is the same, but it's like I say things to troll people sometimes. Like I come up with funny things to say like, for me, but it, you know, like the problem is if I say it when I'm on, on like some sort of drug, they're gonna take it like a revelation, like I'm coming out, and so I'm gonna say something like really <laughs> stupid, but it's gonna be trolling, and they're gonna find it hilarious. But then they're like, "Really, Nate? That's how you actually are? That's what you think? You love me? No, no, sorry, no. <laughs> but you just told me you love me, and you're on, you're under the influence. Of course you do. This is the truth." Why else would you say it? You were still a little... And you know they're going to record it. Oh, definitely, because I'm going to be there and I'm going to record that shit. <laughs> I remember uh, after your dick surgery, you were a little loopy. Was I? Yeah, you kept talking about the nurses. You're like, I think they like me. Oh, I think they did, though. <laughs> what, what happened to your dick? So back in the day, uh, this was like four years ago. <laughs> this was like six months ago. No, this is so, oh, okay. Okay, the English, I got. You. We're gonna go back to when it happened. So I passed a kidney stone, and uh. the kidney stone. I've only passed one before, and this was terrible. Uh, do you want to hear a story? I should ask that first. She asked it. I, I know, but now it's getting like kind of dark. And gory. wait, what? He, he's backing out of the story now because he's afraid that you're gonna be uncomfortable. Oh, I don't get uncomfortable. I make people uncomfortable. Okay, in that case, so I'll continue on. So okay. I passed the kidney stone, and it was pretty bad. It was the worst pain I've ever had, because it was actually a pretty big one. I mean, it wasn't huge, but it oh, was... Oh, he's bragging about the size of his kidney stone. <laughs> but uh, So I passed, like, one, and it kind of hurt like hell, and I was at work, and I just kind of tried making it through, and then uh, I started passing another one. I'm like, fuck. And so eventually, I, I talked to my boss, and we get someone to cover for me. This is very unusual because I never like go home sick or anything. So I get back home and it's just the worst pain. I go in the shower and I start punching the wall in the shower. And it's I eventually I pass the second one, but there's an issue. It's like my, the skin over my uh, my pee hole, essentially 
you can call it, is it just starts fusing over. So all of a sudden, it's like no hole. It's just just skin. Like oh one my god! Big layer of skin. So I was an idiot. Uh, what I started doing is I started kind of like peel it and try to get it to you know separate. <gasps> Holy fuck, dude! And I'm like, fuck, it's not working. Fuck. Uh, oh my god! So then I found an exacto knife. And okay, this is the worst story I've ever heard. Go on. <laughs> Perform dick surgery. So I made a little opening, just enough to pee, because Ike was, I had a lot of liquids that day, and I had to pee really bad, but it's, nothing was coming out. So, so are you okay? <laughs> you did DIY dick surgery? So, so it, it, but it's just because I needed to pee super bad, and it's this was just really bad. So eventually, I got it open enough, and then I started like just kind of ripping the skin off, <laughs> and uh, I, I passed the, the second stone, and uh, I just had to keep peeling my dick back, like the like the uh, the flaps, like back for about a month, and then I started having issues like with peeing, so I'd get up like twenty times a night to pee. And it wouldn't be very much, and just having all these issues, like sleeping and stuff with it. And then, so about like three or four years later, I- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you have to cut your dick open every time you had to pee? I, like, I just like that you did dick surgery every day for three years before you did something about it. No, no, no. So, so the initial incision worked well enough. And I had, it kept on like fusing back together, so I had to keep on separating it like every time I went to the bathroom, essentially. <laughs> and so oh eventually God. it was fine, but then I was having all these issues like uh, sleeping and stuff and urinating. And then come to find out, there's that's actually a thing. So uh, my urethra or whatever, like it fused a little too much, and so the hole was super narrow, so I wasn't able to put enough pressure through, and this causes issues with. Uh, having to use the bathroom a lot and fatiguing your bladder and so on and so forth. So what we decided to do was we decided to... And by we, you mean you and your doctor? Uh, yeah, me and my doctor. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, I mean, what would we be? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. You've already been doing DIY fucking dick surgery, so God knows who you're talking about on this one. So we decided to do surgery. So essentially this opened the hole up and then they also put like a like a, like a hammer tube down just to make sure there's no other like fuse Places. A hammer tube? Like What's a, a hammer ca- tube? Camera tube. Oh, camera. Okay. So uh-huh. th- they just shoved that down the whole place just to make sure there's no other fusions in, else in there. And uh, Steve was there with me because uh, I didn't want to bring my dad or mom because that'd be kind of awkward. I was his doctor. And <laughs> <laughs> what's kind of funny is, uh, so Steve is just my friend, right? We're just friends. I think so. Yeah. You phrased that one weird. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you've been on my bed before, but, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. who doesn't spend time on other people's beds? That's a really good point. But uh, everyone thought that Steve and I were like a couple and Steve was the bear. Mm -hmm. And I guess I was the twink, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be the otter. But yeah, that that is how that would go. Is that what it's called? The otter? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And and then I don't know if you know about this. This is really dumb. Okay. So, so they okay. had me on drugs. Uh, they had me on some some painkillers and stuff. And Steve told me, you know, don't make sure you don't make any food or don't use the oven or anything before you left, because he dropped me off at home. Because that that was his main objective, just to bring me there and drop me off. Because you can't drive there. And so get the fuck out. <laughs> so Steve drops me off, and I'm doing fine. But then I start getting really hungry, and I'm still kind of loopy. So I'm like, I'm gonna make some pizza. 
Okay. So I go grab the pizza out of the, uh, from the freezer and I get it preheated. And then I'm like, okay, it's all good to put in. So I put it in there and then set the timer. And then uh, I just go back to lay down because just moving is just hurting. Because any kind of friction or any kind of movement just kind of like, it's just pain. Because at this point, my dick's sewn up and then stuff. <laughs> and uh, so it's around 11 p.m. And then about 5 a.m. I wake up and uh, I smell just this burning sense out. Just burning. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, huh, is my pizza done? <laughs> So then I go and check out the oven, and it's a burnt, crispy thing in there. It's done. Yep. It, it was uh, It was pretty much black. The whole apartment well building done. smelled like uh, charcoal for a while. It's not delivery. Uh, it, yep. It was burnt. Wow. That poor pizza. Did you eat it? Uh, I did not. Oh, <laughs> I'm actually surprised by that answer. Uh, I could have. Actually, let me see if I can find a picture here. I could have. Oh my god. I like god. burnt food. Like like what? Burnt anything. Chicken, mm-hmm. pizza crust. Really? Like how burnt though? Like my dad will eat like black toast. Like oh, savagely yeah. burnt. Yeah, me too. Oh my god. Nathan's showing me a picture. Was that a pepperoni pizza? No, that looks like just cheese. Just cheese. Like maybe a five cheese. <laughs> it was Red Baron. Oh yeah, there you go. Wow. It's so thin. That was probably a thick crust to begin with. It's it, so. <sighs> How'd you not burn down your house? I was kind of wondering it myself because it was uh, a bad decision. <laughs> so I, I hope that wasn't too much information there, Michelle. <laughs> I know I just met no. you. Hey, it, Michelle, remember it, when I asked if you wanted to come on the show and we'd talk about <laughs> dentists? <laughs> Sorry, never thought it would take this turn. Well, you knew. I knew. <laughs> it had to take this turn. This is the only I logical mean, conclusion. Yeah, and I did ask. That's that's definitely fair. Yeah. So this is actually your fault. Yeah. Well, fair enough. So, uh, Nate, I need to know one more thing. Um, how are your teeth? Uh, pretty good. How about you, Michelle? Well, I'm in like between, <laughs> you know, I'm in kind of dentist purgatory right now where no one's open to get me in. So we'll see. All right, that sounds definitely good. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, you definitely weren't listening to anything she said. <laughs> okay, that sounds terrible, Michelle. But we definitely wish you the best. And when your teeth you. are better, we definitely should have you back on. Absolutely. Nate. I'm so happy that you invited me. Now, if someone wants to wish you the best, where would they do that? Oh, uh, well, they can actually, they can find me at welcome to my show dot pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that will never get old. I know it's my favorite thing in the world, <laughs> but it's also true. So yeah. that's really where you can find me. That'll link you to all my social meds and all my, my pod apps. So just go to that. Welcome to my show dot pizza. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And where can they find us, Nathan? You can find us at any of the podcast places because you've already found us of course but we're also at twitter.com slash wntt1 or facebook.com slash we need to talk show or of course podcast nh podcast nh.com click on the shows tab and of course go right on down to we need to talk and you'll find us everything you need to find right there hey nate yo yo you, you we need to work on your listening skills uh well 
Yeah, that's probably true. Nate, we need to talk. Hi, I'm Hannah. And I'm Courtney. And we'd like to introduce you to Damn You Diary. A podcast that chronicles our epic attempts to squash bad karma. And tell you stories of our seemingly mundane lives. You can find us at podcastnh.com. Or on our website at damnyoudiary.com. Cheers! Cheers.